0: Welcome to We Talk Soccer, a podcast by
1: two United fans. I'm Caleb. I'm Colin, and I'm Notch. This week we bring you the not so wonderful visit of us, wicked Max from all over the world. News of a soccer team in Hamilton and Buffon, the Rock of Ages.
0: What's your guy's favorite musical?
1: Musical,
0: yeah. Uh... You can either see it on in the movies or in in person I guess Seven the Wives for Seven Brothers no I <laughs> um
2: deep cut uh that sounds like a porno yeah
0: <laughs> there, was, there was music in it though so this a heavy bass yeah. line
2: yeah so the music went
1: <laughs> um I used to have a friend by the way just to do a conversation wait wait wait, 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 wait 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 are you gonna say you
0: had a friend that I'm going to dash that they made music for porn. Now we're actually in a porn. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, That's like, a weird side way to have. We're now three tangents in, by the way. As soon as we're going to have a tangent that leads us back to the question. No, I was going to say, I had a friend of mine who would, who would talk about porno music. used to always be like, you know, there's always that one moment in every porno where the music goes... That like And he's still like, when you're just sitting and hanging out and like the conversation came to a head, he'd be like...
0: <laughs>
1: it's pretty great. Then you were saying, well, now I almost feel like I need
2: to wax ribaldical about the presence of music <laughs> and porn. But
0: this um, is just the general first question. Although speaking
2: of porn, uh, simply off of the strength of the song, the internet is for porn. I gotta say, Avenue Q is my favorite musical. Avenue Q,
1: okay. I gotta say, my favorite musical is actually Mama Mia from Broadway. Because this was the first one I ever watched, and I actually watched it on Broadway. Oh, cool. So so I barely remember anything about it except that I liked it. Because at that time in my life, I liked Abba. But Wicked is good, too. I like Wicked. I haven't seen Wicked. I need to see that. It's coming in town? It was in town. It's gone now. Oh, what? Yeah, I think it's really $200. What? It's like 30 billion years old. Yeah, but it's still Wicked. Wicked was around when, when Protozoa were in the primordial ooze. Uh... I don't know what I just said, by the way. Uh, neither, neither. That's at
0: the beginning of every single <laughs> shitty dinosaur movie. So,
1: <laughs> well, uh, we we really should get a move on to this thing. What's okay. the, what's a bet that we can fit this in forty five minutes, guys? Definitely <laughs> um, over. Also, my favorite is Book of Mormon. Oh, that Sword, Sword,
0: that's the Orphe- a good one. Sod at the Orpheum. That's
1: fantastic. All right, so so we got we got to cram this episode into forty five minutes. And it's going to require some fast-talking. I'm excited for the European seasons to get over so we can just focus on MLS and not have a crap ton of stuff to talk about later in the episode. But first, we should start with a segment we call Loon Monitoring. In the Loon Monitoring segment, yeah. we talk about Minnesota United FC. Now, let's get on with it.
0: And they won. 2 nothing they uh in Kansas City. Um, kind of in tune with our opening question. Their starting lineup was announced to the theme of wonderful was it of us yeah
1: that was a pretty funny moment that was amazing. that was awesome yeah it's it after the final name was called that the music just kept playing and all of us started laughing It was beautiful <laughs> that's great yeah unexpected result fair to say fair to say absolutely
2: uh and <laughs> maybe a little bit more expected when you saw um kansas city's lineup uh they did make three pretty noticeable changes um I think any time that you're putting Sunni Saad in, you're starting 11.
0: Suni Saad! <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, but it, you also had half of the back line out. Um, Graham Zusi and Ike probably two of the best defenders in the league this year, um, were starting on the bench uh, in place of Igor Juliao and uh, Kevin Ellis.
1: Overconfidence, you think? A yes, a little bit of that. Maybe yes.
0: it was their third game in I think nine days. Yeah, so that too. kind of quick turnaround. Uh, Zusi did come on at halftime because Julio had a shocker of a first half. Um, I believe uh, Abou Diouf scored his first goal in MLS in his first ever start, and I believe that ended a 193 minute shutout streak by Sporting Kansas City. And up until this game, they'd only let in three
1: goals total in MLS. So we were all bagging on Dunladi last week. Uh, what did you think of this game? His performance in this game, I should say.
2: He played better. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's more that the things that can make him a good player went off in this game as opposed to his other performances. Um, the pace that he has, he, he does have a really good mind to attack center backs, which I think you definitely saw throughout his time in the game Um, I think he still needs work passing
0: but yeah his uh, breakout passes a couple of them would go straight to the defense a couple Mm -hmm. of them did find loons and once he kind of ties that uh, skill down and hones it he's going to be a dangerous dangerous person going forward
1: Miguel Ibarra though made a huge impact on this game (sighs) yes (laughs) yes he did is going to have nightmares about Batman (laughs) forever (laughs) Two amazing assists, uh, including one to Christian Ramirez. The the ball is
0: crossed like in between two center back, the two KC defenders and Tim Milley, the, the goalie. In between those three players and finds the head of Christian Ramirez. I feel and like don't we forget. Need- it's, we need
2: to get that porno baseline going for that. <laughs> goal. Just
0: like, and somebody posts that on YouTube. Don't forget, guys. It's NASL players that are bringing this team down. So right, yeah.
1: I, I looked at the the lineups that we've been putting out last few games, and pretty much all of the new guys that we started out in game number one are all gone. It's all of our older dudes. It's all uh, that are that are in the lineup that are making the. The, the difference with the notable exception of Viva, who hasn't been playing, but well,
2: and Davis, who's been on the bench, but um, yeah,
1: he's a serviceable substitute for, yeah, but, uh, but, but Davis has been playing well himself when he's when right he's on the pitch, yeah, right.
2: absolutely. I the thing I keep going back to is the fact that this lineup pretty much is all CONCACAF guys, whereas when mm-hmm. you started out the season with. John Ovejborga, Demidov, um, Schuller. Kadri, Schuler—you know a bunch of guys from Scandinavia. Now that you've got guys who are used to the style of play in North America, I think it's it's definitely paying dividends mm-hmm. to see those guys. You know, just understand what sort of run is going to be made, sure. understand where the passes are going to go, know the weaknesses, know the strengths.
0: Yeah, um, and who, I don't think anyone could f- kind of uh, saw that our th- our third string goalie going into the year would be this strong. Starting, uh, Bobby mm-hmm. Schoneworth has been. We last week talked about him being solid, and that's all he had to be. And this game, he was fantastic. He was bloody fantastic. <laughs> he was yeah. bloody fantastic. Uh, took a cleat to the head or to the nose from uh, Dom Dwyer. Fair. No, nothing malicious about it. Uh, fair play. Dwight had to a, had a play on the ball, but he stayed in the game, and I can't wait for all those memes to come out where when uh, LeBron is cramping up or some basketball player is cramping up and has to be carried off the court, and then Bobby Sheldonworth was kicked in the face and he in to play the game. So what do you have against LeBron, man? I, you just always see those dumb memes where it's like what LeBron is. I, I love LeBron. But they have like the memes like, oh, LeBron was carried off with, with cramps. But this random hockey player like had the stitches. The way kept on playing. All these dumb memes like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was dumb. But yeah,
1: putting this win into context is that since March, Minnesota have scored ten points. Atlanta has four, and only five teams have more points than Minnesota since March.
2: Yeah, but they've also played a bunch of home games. They've also played. RSL in chaos, Colorado in chaos. Stop, stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me enjoy this. Damn it. I'm sorry to pump
1: the brakes on the Minnesota hype train, but 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 these are the kinds of results that you have to come through. And these yeah, obviously yeah, good like obvious opportunities to perform well, you have to take those opportunities. And yeah. Minnesota has taken every opportunity to beat a weaker opponent. Yeah, that's and a good thing.
2: Yeah, I I tweeted this out at halftime of the. Kansas city game it, it takes it's one thing to see a team field a weakened side it's an, another thing entirely and it's a much more difficult thing to actually take advantage of it the good thing is that Minnesota has been taking advantage it's just how much are you going to count that going forward
0: yeah. I count three points so all the same <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Next week, we are going to gonna come up against Toronto. Yeah, that's going to be rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Giovinco and uh, Josie running up against our guys. Uh, I'm trying not to think about it. I am going to be... Let's just woke. not. Let's just be oblivious <laughs> until next week. If you're a listener in L.A., by the way, let me know. I'm going to be in L.A. for this game, and I wouldn't mind uh, watching it with somebody over there. One quick final note about this last game. Dark Cloud's in fine voice throughout the game. Last 15 minutes, it felt like the whole rest of the stadium was joining in on a chance, which was unbelievable. It's because unbelievable. they were. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they really were, and then... A, a, f- a few great, funny, quirky chants about Tim elia not paying attention to us. Then Suni saad does a horrible tackle on one of our guys, and we sing like we thought you were caught, we thought you were sporting. And then Alexi, Alexi, give us a wave, and Alexi Lalas actually standing up in the open window press box, like waving at us. We wave back. He waves back at us. It was it was beautiful. Just a lot of festive atmosphere. One thing that did get noticed on ESPN though is that after this, I think I forget it was Danilario Ramirez' goal, one of the two goals. There was a, there was a, uh, a camera on the capo stand that was focused on the crowd, and after this goal, the whole crowd goes nuts except one guy in the front row oh, who's no. taking a sip of his Still soda, drinking his coke, <laughs> <laughs> and all the commentators are like, see that. <laughs> making fun of soda. Uh, so uh, if you're standing in the front row of the supporter section, guys, uh, put down the pizza, put down the soda. Because uh, you might be on candid camera. But don't go
0: crazy, folks.
1: But don't go drop crazy. that beer. Don't yeah. drop the beer. Yeah, you know what? I hate people who throw beer after goals. Damn it! No, drink that. Yeah, drink. I don't want to go into sticky. It's expensive enough. The exactly. only
2: ones that can spill beer would be Justin Davis when he sprays it all over the crowd.
1: And, and please let him spray it on himself and not me. Even him spraying beer on me, I would get mad at. him. No, not, no, not. no. I'll, I'll I'll lick that off of my arm. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Moving on. Uh, Segment we call Major Listing Service for MLS. First thing we got to note is that PRO referees had blue wristbands this month to honor a former official Terry Wong who is battling Huntington's disease. So if you see the referees, keep an eye out for their blue wristbands. Transfer deadline passed us by. Anything significant happened? No. Lots of rumors. Nothing actually happened. Gerson coffee came
2: back on loan from Hammerby to New England. That was literally the biggest move that
1: happened. The home of the Boston Tea Party. Coffee. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. (laughs) Wednesday's games, uh, Toronto beat OCSC 2-1. Orlando City in crisis As we will find out Soon uh, Givento Badged a brace badge For Toronto And uh, Kaka Pulled one back For Orlando City Yeah, DP's coming through SKC 2 RBNY 0 uh, Sporting Kansas City Going out In a blaze of glory Until <laughs> they reach Minnesota And we Threw cold water Onto their fire
2: Yeah Dom Dwyer scored All of the goals That he had in him And Wasted all of his Chances against Minnesota
1: Yep He did the weekend's games are uh, Rapid Zero, White Craps 1. Hey, I think you said that wrong. Notch.
0: Um... <laughs> oh, wait, no, never mind. It says White Craps. I thought you said White Taps. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh,
1: but Brett, Shea. Brett Shea scored a goal. Is this a typo? <laughs> no, this, no is not a typo. this is not a typo.
0: We actually saw it on video. We had to confirm that this actually <laughs> happened, and it did. I'm still very confused and very skeptical of that video.
2: To be fair, I was too busy playing with your new
1: cat. <laughs> right. I didn't necessarily see it. So He's yeah. adorable. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. But Brexit nutmegged Tim Howard, and as we will find out, not a Ding. very great goal. <laughs> Not a very great weekend for goals against US men's national team goalkeepers. Uh, and, and particularly nutmegs. So Alan Gordon had had a lob ball which almost went in. But Austin was able to make a goal line clearance on that one. So to keep... Uh, after
2: it hit the post, no less.
0: Yeah,
1: to keep the Whitecaps in the game. Uh, Sounders 0, Toronto 1. Replay of the MLS Cup.
0: Uh, uh, Josie Altura scores, scores a penalty after being taken down on the box by Ramon Torres. Um, Sounders thought they had scored one early to take the lead. But uh, Gustav, Gustav Svensson... I made a play on the ball that while I was going in, while he was in an offside position. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and he totally didn't need to. That was no, the, it was going in. Time. He didn't make contact with the ball; just made a play on the ball. And
1: yeah, yeah. DC made an impact against Montreal, huh? but couldn't pull the game through. A lost one nil. Eighteen-year-old yeah, midfielder,
0: an eighteen-year-old midfielder <laughs> scored the game with <laughs>
1: I'm not even gonna try to say his name. Uh, so uh, I'm, just gonna, uh, I'm just gonna butcher it. Let, let me try. Let me try. Balou Joyev. Tabla.
2: Uh, that sounds correct to me. I um, think Balu Jean-Yves Tabla,
0: maybe. You
1: said Laurent. Yeah, Jovieve? I don't know. Okay, we've spent but, enough time on this guy's name. He make something out of himself.
0: 18 <laughs> year old player,
1: uh, Stores for Montreal and the game winner, nonetheless. All right, cool stuff. Philadelphia Union three, Red Bull New York zero. But actually, this was not the most interesting thing that Philadelphia did this week. They released a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air intro parody with CJ Sapong. And from your expression, I feel like you haven't watched this.
0: I haven't watched it yet. I need to watch oh, it right my now. god, it's, it's you a, need to
1: watch it. It's a shot-for-shot recreation. It is beautiful. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Several MLS teams actually released kind of these funny videos this week. There was one, I think, with the Dynamo players in Star Wars. So no, go, I don't care. go watch Fresh them Fresh Prince. I'm, yeah. all, I'm all for that. Yeah, it was pretty great.
2: First philly win since august and yet let's be fair the french or the fresh prince i'm i'm still thinking of having to say things in french anyway uh the fresh prince was certainly the most interesting thing that happened this week
0: uh andre blake is an absolute beast in goal for philadelphia he's if they're gonna do anything this year it's because of him um keep them in games and uh the Fresh Prince himself scored a hat trick for CJ, CJ Sipong. A fairly late hat trick too. Yeah, yeah, like in the last... Everything in
1: the last 20 minutes. 20 minutes, including yeah. Including final penalty. Crew 2, New England Revolution 0.
0: Uh, Ola Tamara and Federico Houdwain, um, store for the crew. Um, kind of the usual suspects here. Um, both well-taken goals.
1: Um... Kamara actually assisted on Higuain's too which is kind of nice and uh, Zach Steffen made a few key saves in this game. Yeah. Uh, U.S. Youth International he's
0: early 20s watch out for him coming up um, and Kai Kamara actually didn't make the match 18 he's at home staying with him and his wife and they're expecting their second child soon so good for him. Thus actually- denying
1: us of the Kamara Derby. Right. For was, a good reason, I was going to say, Ola probably called him and was like, there's only room in this town for one of us. Um, <laughs>
0: that can be only
1: one. Yep. Using Dynamo 4, Orlando City SC 0. Orlando Ish. City in, in crisis? Or just a bad away I, team? I'm just imagining the Orlando City lion like on the way to... Oz to kind of find oh. find, <laughs> this, find his courage it's funny because when they go on the road
2: they're certainly cowardly it seems <laughs> hey
1: this includes uh, Joe Bendick. <laughs> that was your ah, <laughs> thank you Joe uh, Bendick, who's named uh, player of the month for April and has conceded six goals in two games so far this month Oh, and then he was not met once
2: it, it's funny because <laughs> nutmeg ben Dick.
1: Huh? Uh, <laughs> guys, come on. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Laugh at my dick jokes. <laughs> Two beautiful long-range goals in on this one. Go watch them. Including, by the way, the the highlights included Kubota Torres. I, I it was Morales. Sorry. I wrote that in wrong. Oh, he missed the penalty. Oh, I you I, you I let me. us astray. I'm I'm very sorry. And I actually watched these highlights. So I I've actually <laughs> watched this and then I still Honestly, you could write anything in these notes, and I will read it out loud. I'm uh,
0: Ron Burgundy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Morales missed a penalty early on. Uh, RSL zero FC Dallas three. Already scored a, a brace, and uh, Matt Hodges added one as well. RSL was missing Nick Romando, Kyle Beckerman, and Joe Plata. Uh,
0: even though he had a bad day in the office, Matt Bernard. Ben is up for a save of the week with a pretty nice save
1: yeah I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him signed as our reserve keeper yeah, that'd be nice come yeah.
0: back Manny.
1: LA Galaxy 2 or I say lag damn it to us <laughs> <laughs> Chicago Fire 2 <laughs> I don't know if people actually get that reference if we have enough computer gamers actually listening to this podcast but or even if lag is actually a problem these days with as much high speed internet as we have in this country I, I, you know, uh, I, No, it, it is certainly a problem, particularly
2: in rural areas.
1: Is it? Yeah. Okay. I, I genuinely used to play Warcraft 3 online as a kid where you would make a click and it would happen one second later on the screen, <laughs> but we used to play online anyway because uh, we were lonely like that. Joe Wendell brings down a guy in the box to give up a penalty to Chicago, and Oakham scored it, but then the, some players had stepped into the box early, so had to be called back, which to me, that's kind of cruel, especially... I mean, this time, Oakham scored the second penalty, but what if the guy scores it, and then they have to call it back? It, well, first And, and off, he doesn't score the second one.
2: First off, you do realize it's not the guy with the razor. His name is David
1: Akam, right? <sighs> Come on. This is my international card. I'm not from here. I don't pronounce things like y'all do. I think, isn't Go, David, colon. Isn't David Akam, like, from the Netherlands?
0: I don't know. He's not from... Around here either, I think.
1: I think the simplest expiration is the easiest, guys, that I'm an international You see what I did there? You see what I did wow. there. <laughs> I,
2: was well done. I, I can't even I can't even deal with that. Um it, Chicago gets two goals in the first half, Galaxy two in the second. Are the galaxy finally coming back? Have they turned the corner? Was the forty fifth minute their their moment where they I, finally get their I mean, shit together. Both
0: those goals, both those goals, were off corners. Uh, Iron skillet can be lent to
1: Chicago for a week. Um, also, the galaxy where Giassi Zardes, I remember seeing him pass one straight to a Chicago player.
0: The commentator was literally like, "Zardes with the ball," and he passed it away.
1: By the way, I'd forgotten that Ashley Cole played for the galaxy. So did he? It's fine. San Jose three, Timber zero. That was unexpected. Yeah, I, I did not see that coming. Um, I guess by the transitive property, San Jose defeats us fifteen to one, something like
0: that. They didn't. They didn't. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> that,
2: that, that's not how it Mondo, works.
0: Wando is... did not score against us, but he scored twice in this game. And uh, Heiter. Yeah, sure, that's how you say it. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure it's now. Go ahead at Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, complete garbage goal. Uh, not that it was a bad goal. It was just scrum in the box. Ball falls literally right in front of him and he
1: powers it in. Wando's...
0: Former loon, Jeff Antonella.
1: Yeah, legend. Minnesota legend, Jeff Antonella. Wando's two goals were really good. The first one, he had two touches. First one basically keeps the ball away from the three defenders' positions. It perfectly sends a low ball to the far corner. And the second goal was a similar shot, but without any pressure from defenders. So, yeah. Wondo... Wondo is in. a really good MLS striker. Yes. And that is it. Yeah. That <laughs> is all. Uh, cue laughter for after <laughs> I read this result. Wait, hold on. Sorry. You said cue laughter. I could not be cue. at fault for that. Hey, I, I didn't say go laughter. I said cue laughter. Oh, I'm sorry. Have you never been a stage manager? No. I'm telling you, we need your cat to be a producer. We really do need my cat to be a producer. All the good podcasts have producers. We don't. We'll never be taken seriously until that happens. Let's, who are we kidding? I guess we're never going to be taken seriously no, anyway. Why would he? New York City!
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was right away from the mic. I'm was... sorry. <laughs>
1: We're right now after we're to talking take about taking seriously, take it yeah. seriously.
0: <laughs> Wait, I'm, doing, I'm doing some notes from your tat. Stop burping! All right, cool. Also, more tuna. Gotcha. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God. Okay. Uh, New York City FC three, Atlanta United one. Now.
0: <laughs> okay. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. This is ruined. This is completely ruined. Uh. We all took great pleasure in the fact that Atlanta United lost this game and uh, continue their shitty run. Couldn't happen to a shittier team. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
2: Uh, David Villa scores one off the post and then into the opposite side net. One more year with New York City just signed an extension.
0: Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I mean, yeah, he's still playing very well in MLS, and you can keep this going. Why? Why not play for another year? Yeah, I, I, I mean, and he puts butts in seats so
1: so that's and a good thing that too yep Uh, there was one sequence where the ball was cleared off the line three times by Atlanta players yeah they had
0: a lot of luck a lot of just being in the right place at the right time the third clearance was the guy getting out of the
1: net and just like
0: pushing his chest out in, in front of the lines to bought the next one.
1: To be fair, you just thought he looked better in his jersey when he puffed his chest out and the ball just happened to come up to him. <laughs> yeah,
0: okay.
2: Anyway. It was Puma cuts, I'm telling you. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, time to move into our occasional expansion sub segment. This time we're calling it The People vs. DRJ Beckham. I, by the way, watched People vs. OJ Simpson this week good series kind of makes you uncomfortable at times also attitudes towards race at the time it's kind of obvious to see how uh, much more blunt some of the racism was back then but at the same time it also tells you how little things have changed since 1994 so go watch that on Netflix if you if you haven't already stick to sprouts stick to sprouts, <laughs> stick to sprouts. <laughs> mm, sprouts. Uh, Brussels Basically, the the big news is that David Beckham has announced. Except, no wait, he didn't. Sources are suggesting that David Beckham is getting ready to buy the final piece of land in Miami. When are when are we gonna have this actually get resolved? with Some confirmed detail. How long have you been hearing sources say? It appears things suggested. Uh, who cares anymore? I don't, I don't care know. about Miami. Just put out of put them out of their
0: misery. I I I literally do not care about this story. Yeah, uh, until something concrete happens, until there's an announcement by Beckham, or by Beckham and our Lord and Savior Don Darber, um, I'm not gonna follow this story. It's just a lot of dead ends and. Uh,
1: rumors at this point. Yeah, even if they get this final piece of land and everything gets squared away, they still have to have the county take a vote to approve everything and some neighborhood groups have to... It, it's it's a shit show and a half left to to, to unravel, so I, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. And, and my other question is this. Even if all of that goes well, who wants David Beckham to actually be in charge of this team after their incompetent handling up to this point? Yeah, nobody. So, uh, th- just... Give give the expansion to Tampa, which will almost certainly get scuppered if Miami is given the expansion. Give it mm-hmm. to Tampa. Don't don't do this. Screw screw MLS Miami. It's not worth it. All right, let's move into the segment we call the pyramid scheme, where we talk about the rest of the U.S. soccer pyramid that we haven't covered already. Canadian FA announced that they've approved the Canadian Premier League.
2: Yeah, finally. Um, the league expects to get rolling in 2018. Uh, six to eight teams. Hamilton, Ontario, and Winnipeg are both confirmed as initial members. Um, They're going to be looking at roughly 10 other cities over the course of the next 60 to 90 days. Gee, it seems as though they're really going fast with this, guys. That seems like a great idea, guys.
1: Rumors about this have been bubbling for two years now. Dave Rawling has been posting that. I don't think they're going particularly fast, but. uh, I I think it's
2: more that none of these teams actually exist right now. And trust me, I know from personal experience how difficult it is to see a team go from vaguely existing as an idea to suddenly existing on the field. Mm hmm. In the
1: course of six months, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. All right, let's, let's talk about NASL news, which this week is basically entirely composed of laid goals. All the laid goals. So, um, first off, Jacksonville won, Near
2: Cosmos won, Zach Steinberger with a gorgeous volley to
1: equalize in the 94th. Minute, yeah, go watch this goal entirely worth it. Should be the goal of the month across all U.S. soccer, I think. Yes. Yes. Fantastic goal, yeah.
2: Um, likewise, uh, Puerto Rico FC one, um, Miami FC
1: two, they led until the 82nd minute, Puerto yeah. Puerto Rico.
2: Rico FC led late, um, Enzo Ronella gets the equalizer, and then um, Jaime Chavez, 94th minute, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yet again. (laughs) Right. Uh, North Carolina, Texas Ranger, lost 2-1 to the San Francisco Deltas at home. And North Carolina equalized in the 85th minute, but then immediately led in a comeback goal two minutes later. I do want to say one thing, by the way. Arguably the best player in NASL right now is Lance Lang. And he has put North Carolina into a different kind of orbit in terms of their system. T. Shaplani's playing better because of him. The rest of the other folks around uh, him are... Just seem like they're they're more effective in what they're doing. Even even though Lang came off
2: the bench in this game, um yeah, I mean he's he's been playing fantastic.
0: Yeah. And uh goodness for him he welcomed his daughter to the world earlier in
1: the last last yeah. week. So, I deliver him. And this was a guy who people said wasn't match fit at the beginning of last year. Absurd stuff. I'm just disappointed with what could have been if he had been given a full year to really realize this potentially mm-hmm. might still be on our squad playing well. So, who knows? But, uh, too bad. We'll hopefully see him someday make the move up if he gets a chance. Cosmos announced a pretty batched, insane travel schedule for international friendlies. They're going to Riyadh, Saudi Arabia on, the, on, on May 20th to play against Al-Hilal. And that's in the middle of their spring season. It is in the middle of the spring season. And you would think,
2: hey, let's try and schedule this like even further into, like I don't know, actual time that you're not playing games.
1: Except they did reschedule the game. <laughs> it was their game against FC Edmonton. Which, yeah. I mean, that's kind of clown shoes, isn't it? But uh, I guess someone <laughs> at the NASL head office was probably like... Hmm, publicity, biggest brand in U.S. soccer, et cetera, et cetera. Let's sell some more T-shirts and let this happen. Uh, maybe, maybe Rocco made some <laughs> uh, calls to make it. I don't know, but I mean, it's, it seems real. That real bad
0: to, for uh, FC Edmonton. Just kind of, just really shitty for them to have to reschedule a game through no fault of their own. Yeah, yeah. New York, and, the Cosmos and have, should have to, to forfeit.
2: Yeah, and have to travel to New York from Edmonton. For a midweek game.
1: I mean, basically, maybe the reason Canada approved of this or, or FC Edmonton approved of this change is because as Penn and the Cosmos are traveling to Regina, Saskatchewan. I know that that's been on my list of places to visit for a very long time to play friendly against Valencia. Somebody figured out.
0: Does, 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 oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: Well, go ahead, go ahead. somebody figured out that
2: the trip to Riyadh is going to cost four hundred dollars less for a Cosmos fan <laughs> than the trip to Saskatchewan. I,
0: does, I, does Valencia know what where Regina is? I'm pretty sure this was
1: just a, a Mad Lib gone wrong from Valencia. It's like the office is like, we're gonna play against the Cosmos in Regina, uh, Saskatchewan. <laughs> they they like spun that globe and like wherever my poor finger lands is <laughs> where <laughs> we're gonna play.
0: Where is that? Where someone tell someone tell me? Yeah, I can't read that.
1: Saskatchewan.
0: St- st- that sounds that sounds made up. <laughs>
1: And then looking for an opponent. They were like, oh, do remember that time? Ryo, like, really screwed their finances last year. Which league were they in? Find someone from over there. Anyway, moving along, the NESL table at the moment makes some pretty interesting viewing, if only for the fact that the Cosmos are mid-table in fourth place out of eight teams. You got Miami leading with 11 points. Jacksonville Armada, what, in second place. They're, they're
0: still undefeated, Correct. Yeah, correct.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah, league ownership looks really good on those guys. Indy also undefeated with their sixth draw out of six games. (laughs) Puerto Rico FC currently at the bottom with three points. FC Edmonton, one above with four. Uh, They're both in the rally. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, (laughs) USL table very quickly. Uh, Who else feels like there are too many teams in USL, by the way? Oh, yeah, this guy right here. Right. There are so many teams. Which is probably a good reason why they're starting their D three league. Their Western Conference, San Antonio at the top, running away with twenty two points. You've got, uh, but they've got two games more than Real Monarchs who have fifteen points. Charleston Battery in first place in the East with sixteen points. Tampa Bay Rowdies in close pursuit with fourteen, although they've played one game over the Battery. What happened in USL this week, guys?
2: Um. So the. Sounders, too, are going to be moving from
1: um, their current digs into Tacoma, Washington. Yeah, they they are moving to an arrangement with the Tacoma Rainiers, who are a Marlins AAA affiliates. Yeah, uh, Marlins that's I mean I mean that's that's very common nah, this is part of the, the MLS us. Beckham Miami deal no uh, <laughs> Tacoma <laughs> Rainiers the Seattle Mariners AAA affiliate this is how little I know about baseball and they're gonna build a 5000 seater soccer specific stadium in Tacoma I can tell you these games are gonna be entirely sold out every week like this is gonna happen Seattle Sounders will also be rebranded to a name that reflects their new location. The Sounders will continue to run the technical side of the team while the Tacoma Rainiers will run the business side. It's mirroring a baseball arrangement, which to me is not good. I'm also going to make my pancake hot take, which I haven't made one in a while, that I really don't like teams. I've made the decision I really don't like teams that pretend to be independent, but are taking up a spot in a city that could sustain uh, their own pro team think about it like there was one reddit commander who talked about the fact that there could be an open cup rivalry between a Tacoma USL team and the Seattle Sounders but there even if the the Sounders affiliate was allowed to play in the US Open Cup it's always going to basically look like a intra team scrimmage yeah. and, and this is a missed yeah. opportunity imagine if Chicago puts a affiliate into Milwaukee
2: Imagine if Chicago puts an affiliate into the actual city of Chicago, first off. Um, <laughs> I think they might
1: get better attendance in the fire. Oh, God. Probably. Play better, too. Oh.
2: Yeah. Um, was soccer? I'm I mean, going to take the flip side on this and actually say that organizations like this, or like the way that these arrangements work, I think actually do still benefit the way that these players are going to develop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be a little bit cringy from the business side, but particularly with some of these USL teams, especially affiliate teams, I really don't care how they're branding themselves so long as they're actually developing players.
1: Well, uh, and that's what I'm saying. I, I don't mind teams having reserve squads. I just don't want... Spots in our pyramid and in major cities being taken up by these little mini-me teams that are always going to prioritize development versus results. Fans deserve better, and you see it in minor league baseball. Mm-hmm. You know attendance can be good, but nobody gives a damn about you know the Beloit snappers and that how that real, they're is, doing. Is that a real team? They are. Oh, they are,
2: okay. and they used to be the Twins affiliate,
1: but now they have the Cedar Rapids Cornels. Yeah, well, they used to also be I mean, the snappers. Yeah. Keep, but this is the other thing: snappers keep switching back and forth, so you don't even have like a consistent affiliation. Sometimes, and I, I, am just not a big fan of this whole. We should emulate baseball. It, it works for the owners and very few other people. One,
2: another countervailing argument to that, though, um, look at the championship for USL last year: Red Bulls two versus Swope Park Rangers. You know, these are both teams that are directly second teams for MLS teams, and yet they end up being some of the best teams in USL. So clearly, the development side is still happening. They're not just throwing away the results
1: in favor of developing their Some players. teams aren't. S2 actually, Siggy explicitly said last year they were prioritizing development. I actually did not watch the USL final because it was too... MLS baby teams Fair which, enough Yeah I mean So uh, Anyway, anyway we're, we're getting dragged down Into the weeds about this But I think we've presented Some good counterpoints To each other Yeah Ottawa, Speaking of non Two teams Right Ottawa zero Tampa Bay already zero You had a great alliteration For this It was the Dower deserter derby Well done Well done Uh, You had The OC I'm drawing a blank here
2: Orange County SC. Okay <laughs> That TV What'd show that was like
1: in their <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway. uh,
2: yeah so Orange County SC four 0 victory over uh, LA Galaxy two rivalry game uh, the four oh five derby apparently um, it was also the opening of Orange County Stadium and it was their biggest victory over uh, Los Dos brilliant
0: San Antonio FC one sack. Zero. <laughs> <In> Sacramento. <laughs> uh, the Fighting Stings in San Antonio are still the only team that in the USL that are undefeated. Stings and sacks, I'm
1: telling you. <laughs> Ouch. US Open Cup first round starts tonight, and there is a feature on USSoccer.com about Phillies Junior Lone, Star, Lone Stars FC, a team founded by West African refugees and named for the national team... Of Liberia that you should go read.
2: Yeah, absolutely fantastic feature. Definitely uh, read that. As far as the NWSL. um, Big rivalry of the weekend. Um, The Cascadia Femme Derby. um, 2-2 between Portland and Seattle. If you guys have not seen Jess Fishlock's goal. Go watch it. I think it might actually be better than Steinberger's. But her own goal, 35 minutes later, was even more fantastic.
1: North Carolina Cards currently running away with the NWSL title after four games with 12 points. In last place with two points are the Orlando Pride. So you got two uh, team teams at two ends of the table there. Um,
0: Marta scored her first goal for Orlando this past week. All right. Yeah.
1: All right, with that, we should take a break. We shall return with The Sewer, with EPL news, with probably me saying a bunch of times, come on, guys, we got to speed up. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you on the other side of this break. I look like I lost a bet, guys. I'm wearing Minnesota United Zubas, Minnesota United t-shirt, Minnesota United trucker hat. (laughs) I just realized this. You, You walked in like right as I was finishing up showering. So I was just rushing to put on something and I just grabbed clothes that were just lying around and I've ended up basically being PK, the mascot outside of his mascot costume, basically.
0: It would not surprise me if that exact outfit is what PK wears on a normal day.
2: Yeah. On a side note, I might be going out drinking with the guy that uh, plays Cosmo, the LA Galaxy mascot.
1: Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to say Cosmo, the Cosmo's mascot, and I was going to disown you and kick you with the fuck off this podcast right now.
2: I mean, I, I would do that as like a double agent and like...
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. The Cosmos but, even have a mascot. I know they've got a cheer team, but anyway. Whatever. Let's move on to the segment we call The Sewer, where we talk about all the Ninja Turtles that are part of our national teams. The first thing that we've got to talk about when it comes to, to the United States uh, national team is that FIFA will not fast-track approval of the U.S., Canada, Mexico joint 2026 World Cup bid. Because if, if, if we know anything about all the stadiums in these three countries, they need inspections before we can be sure that they're capable of hosting a World Cup.
2: Yeah, that and they're also going to make the bid process competitive. They're going to allow basically three months for... Other countries to come up with a better idea than
1: use stadiums that already exist. Right, exactly. This next World Cup coming up from Guam. Yay, Micronesia. Some games to be held in Japan. Okay. Uh <laughs> Guam while in November had posted an article where he talked about basically how FIFA had made reforms in 2016, saying that there would be at least six women, one from each continent. Uh Antarctica feels ignored again, by the way. Uh one from each continent on the 37 member FIFA. Council. And the elections were finally held recently. And Australia's Moya Dodd, who's probably the most respected women's leader at FIFA, lost the election to a unknown quantity with no qualifications from Bangladesh. And this was something that Wal had actually speculated on in his November article, that a, a, a lot of these federations were out of 211 soccer federations around the world, all but three of them had men in charge. So these men would try to push in a unqualified person for these female posts so that they could be more pliable individuals. So they would not have to come up against someone knowledgeable who had strong opinions like Moya Dodd.
2: Here's how knowledgeable the woman from Bangladesh is. Uh, When asked who the current Women's World Cup winner is... Um, she initially answered North Korea, then answered Japan, I think, maybe the United
1: States. Alex Morgan on Twitter responded to this election by saying, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Except she said F star, star, star. So she could have said, you gotta be freaking kidding me for all You we
0: gotta know. be farting kidding me.
1: Exactly. Yeah, all sorts of Fudging. Yeah, exactly. Uh, U17MNT places second in the CONCACAF U17 championships. Yeah, they
2: tore through Cuba 6-2 in the semifinals, uh, but then went up rematch against Mexico where they uh, lost 5-4 on penalties after a 1-1 draw. Another late goal equalized it for Mexico. U-20 national team announced for the World Cup. Uh, Nine MLS players are on the squad. Um, Tommy Redding from Orlando City, along with uh, Danny Acosta from um, RSL, Justin Glad, also from RSL, uh, Tyler Adams from uh, New York Red Bulls, who's been tearing it up, uh, Josh Sargent, the guy that I was getting kind of creepy about. <laughs> let's a, let's a just be creepy. totally fair. Yeah. Um, he is being moved up from the U-17s to the U-20s. A uh, big controversy, though, um FC Schalke is uh, refusing to release a couple of their American-eligible players uh, that probably would be in the 11s. Uh, Wes McKenney and Nick Tadegu, Um Josh Perez, also from Fiorentina, will not be released for the tournament. Do we have a problem with this? Yes. Um, usually these tournaments are going to be a more beneficial... Development for these players than the tail end of the U19 season in Germany or something.
1: Another overseas player who is joining the team is Cameron Carter Rickers, along with Zalalem, by the way. But I just want to say, Carter Rickers sounds more like a British engine company that developed engines that were in the planes in the Battle of Britain the Carter Vickers engine powered the Sopwith Camel in World War 1 and then in World War 2 it was powering the Spitfire Mark
0: 13
1: actually Carter Vickers
0: and Zalalem is actually a law firm
1: in, <laughs> in England So Alright Speaking of England We should move on To a segment We call The pub Where we show you Our coverage Of the English Premier League Each week we go to A different pub Let's Actually this week We're going to the internet
0: <laughs>
1: Get burgers instead They're delicious burgers So delicious And those shakes though yeah. Animal style Well mm. just Just like Colin's reaction To In-N-Out Burger Was his reaction To Arsenal's game Where We're Arsenal fans, after this result, uh, a 2-0 win over Manchester United, cannot decide if Wenger should be in
2: or out. First time that Arsene Wenger has ever beaten Jose Mourinho in a competitive match. Um, Grant Shaka, Danny Welbeck, both with goals. Danny Welbeck apparently disrespected people by celebrating after he scored against his boyhood club. Come on. Oh my god. Oh my god. I mean... Yes it makes it so Arsenal's potential chase for a top 4 spot has a little bit of life left. I don't I don't know if this changes my mind about anything.
1: Did you guys uh read Jose Mourinho's quote after this game? <laughs> <laughs> no. Remind me of which one it was cuz there was a couple of them. <laughs> he basically said, oh, you know, this loss doesn't bother me at all. I'm just really happy for Arsenal fans finally getting to see a win.
0: <laughs> Damn it, Jose.
1: Uh, Barra got to see a 3-0 thrashing of their side by Chelsea and former, well, still current U.S. Men's National Team, hopefully former U.S. Men's National <sighs> Team goalkeeper Brad Guzan got nutmegged three times in this game. Din, 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 three nutmegs. <sighs>
0: This guy came to the number one for you, the U.S. right, right.
1: Uh, he, he got, I hope he starts for Atlanta every single game. Yeah, this well, year. I hope so. There's uh, no way, he's there. even up you on, on uh,
0: Alec Khan, you have fucking not met three times, and the, they, they were all p- terrible uh, save attempts by Gu- Guzan. He, yeah, uh, uh,
2: here's here's the best part of it. Even after that game, Middlesbrough... Uh, were asked by Atlanta United to expedite the um, summer transfer uh, so they could get it in under the MLS transfer window. And Burrow was like, nah, nah, we still need him.
0: Why? No, you don't. You absolutely don't. <laughs> Take him out back. Not Old Yeller him. him. Come on. <laughs>
1: oh, God. Uh,
0: it was terrible. If he, oh, Please don't suit up again for the U.S., Please.
1: You know, I remember earlier this episode, we were talking about the conversation about teams and their reserve squads and how the games can't be competitive. But actually, here we see Liverpool uh, tied nil-nil against their reserve team. And it was, it was a very competitive <laughs> result, i got to say. it's very good. Drew <laughs> uh, Southampton
0: at Anfield. Uh, James Milner missed his first penalty of the season uh, after the game took full responsibility for the loss. Um Klopp blamed the pitch at Anfield, which was set to be replaced two years ago, but the construction on the main
1: stand at Anfield uh, delayed that. I have gardening experience now. I have installed a rain garden. I think that qualifies me to replace Liverpool's pitch. (laughs) All right. Manchester City City defeated Crystal Palace 5-0. Jesus
0: Christ, Pap. They had families. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> they had them. They all just owned them.
1: They're, big Sam. More like Big Sham. Right? Uh, oh. Am I right? Uh, they probably all, the Crystal Palace players, drank a big vase full of wine before they went in onto the pitch. Uh, by the way, that pause yeah. right there after. was because I said I vase and then I was like, vase? Vase? You can How do you guys say it around here?
2: Vase. I don't care which one it is. I. I like to go with the, if you're buying a classy one for your mom, it's a vase, but otherwise it's a vase. Okay. All right.
0: The
1: vase, okay. Wednesday uh, to Sunday. Don't forget, guys. George Michael's <laughs> former band won one nil against <laughs> Tottenham Hotspur. Ha, 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 ha. I,
2: I need this. I need this, guys. Tottenham
1: out hopes <laughs> for
0: a thrown away like a careless <laughs> whisper.
2: Hey, Premier League, wake me up before you go-go. Uh, no, no. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. You know. Are
2: there any other Wham songs that we can do for that? I, do you That's, know any other Wham songs? No, I, I don't. Were there any
0: other Wham songs? No, I'm I pretty sure. Remember. There's only those two, right? Yeah. And then and then also, I'm pretty sure Kevles George Whispers was faith. a
1: George Michael song and not a Wham song. No, I'm pretty sure it's a Wham song. Really? Yeah, yeah it, was, okay. it was Wham. Yeah. I'm going to go look this up while you talk about the next result. At Newcastle
0: United officially win the championship and will be in the Premier League next season. Uh, who else but DeAndre Yedlin, uh, assisted the goal that won them promotion. Americans
1: deciding the uh, English soccer pyramid. Also,
0: note this: Sunderland have not been relegated with whenever uh, Josie Altador or DeAndre Yedlin are on the
1: roster. Yeah, except Jermaine Defoe coincidence? gets them relegated. I think not. Yeah, exactly. I guess I think Toronto won that one, guys. That trade, uh, <laughs> <laughs> although because Toronto hasn't been relegated since they made that trade <laughs> at the moment. By the way, Swansea City is one point above the drop over Hull City. I just want to say, guys, I'm not getting enough shot here. I need Swansea City to go down. Uh, this, this, this is not nice. You know, they've they've got to pay. Yeah, what's what's that? Uh, where's, where's that quote about "I will make them pay for what they have done"? Which which uh, film is that from? I, that's a. Hmm. That's It's a lot of films. Oh, that's right. Star Trek: First Contact. It's the it's the monologue. Oh yeah, I captain... totally know that one. What? That's a... <laughs> okay. We're actually gonna watch that. Wrong it's a podcast, good bro. It's, like a good it's so late. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Burrow almost certainly going down. Hull City and Swansea City. No, doing Burrow actually down
0: Confirmed to go down. Yeah, I confirmed oh, to go down. The, this result yeah. confirmed it. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. By, By the way, in the notes, guys. I don't know yeah. this. Speaking of
2: teams getting relegated, there's a fantastic video of a Bolton fan calling the Blackburn team shop to see if they'll be able to put the championship badges on the jerseys next year. And he plays dumb throughout because he's like, "Why won't you be able to put the championship badges?" <laughs>
1: Because you're going down! Yeah. Yep. So funny. Blackman Rovers going down from championship. Not a good sign for their ownership, which has been kind of a clown show. Football Weekly had a great discussion of all of the things that they have done wrong. Let's move on to the segment we call They Don't Call It Soccer in brackets. Some do, though, where we talk about the rest of the world soccer we haven't touched on already. First result, Juventus 2, AS Monaco 1... Juventus go through to the final. Uh,
0: they went on 4-1 on aggregate. Uh, Danny Elvis and Gianluigi Buffon are ageless. No one's two. Otherwise, they will play forever. I think now... They are eternal.
1: We are all, uh, as citizens of this earth, contractually obliged to mention Buffon's age and how many people in every squad weren't alive when he first kicked a ball, you know, out of the womb or something. It, this seems to be like the discussion point now. Yeah, we get it. He's old. Okay. Cool. On the opposite end, uh, Kylian Mbappe for AS
0: Monaco is the youngest, youngest person ever to score in a uh, Champions League semifinal.
1: Okay, I thought you were going to talk about how he wasn't born when... Also, he wasn't was born when, a- when Buffon
2: started. <laughs> 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 uh, Buffon was still at Parma when
1: Mbappe was oh my born. God. Stop, please, the love of God. Soon we're going to have like, Colin Parma saying something about team. where, where yeah. his family was when Parma won and how, I, I don't know, more, more biographical info about yourself. I was going to get into some but
2: Caleb decided not to mention his new FM save uh with Galway uh, United. Okay, please
1: I, no,
0: no. No, god. I, I, I will reserve that for a later date when okay. we have, actually have time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um Dortmund 2, Hoffenheim 1. Uh, Dortmund leapfrog Hoffenheim in the Bundesliga bundles table into third. Uh it's pretty much uh Bayern at the
1: top, Red uh, Rosenball Sport Leipzig. Dormant half an hour right now. I'm kind of thinking that Charlie Stilitano had a point about that whole like European Champions League, where all the teams—it's like the MLS of Europe, where no one gets relegated and takes all these stupid super clubs out of their league tables. Because it would—it would make
0: sense in in like uh, the Bundesliga, um, in Syria, Spain, and Syria. Well, you have three teams that yeah I guess so and um, in, in England too England, well, well Leicester that Leicester's that, that, won last year right um, Chelsea, this is Chelsea, I think Chelsea's fifth title only which I mean yeah but I mean all of this has really and, started since uh, the like 90s in, and 2000s yeah and in Lead 1 let's AS they're one win away from wrapping it all up um, I'm just being cynical. Don't don't indulge me. You didn't, you know just do that on FIFA by yourself. Just make your own league with all the super
1: teams in Europe. And I will. Uh, I'll make my own league with right. uh, those results and blackjack coming next week. In fact, forget about the super league and the blackjack. Barça academies have been announced for Chicago and San Diego. Woohoo! Yay! Hooray! So we'll see what they do for Barcelona. A of Americans. The next, the next, literally messy might actually be playing for Barcelona. Who knows? Uh, League Match playoffs
0: start on the 10th of May. So possibly the day you're listening to this. Um, or maybe before this. Uh, matchups are Monterey vs. Tidres. Toluta vs. santos
1: Laduna uh, Tijuana versus Moriela. Mur- and Chivas vs. Atlas. You had a 42-year-old goalkeeper for Pachuca scoring a goal against... Uh, I forget who he was playing, but it was beautiful. He had come up for the last minute... Uh, Equalizer their opportunity mm-hmm. and actually scored the goal. This was Oscar Perez, who used to be Mexico's backup goalkeeper. Was it at South Africa? That's okay. right, and he's still playing. So. Awesome. Good stuff. All right, uh, with that, we it's time to move on to a segment we call the Reynolds Wrap-Up. We call takes a Soccer Conspiracy Theory that you've been thinking about and make sense of it for you. What we got this week, boy? So we actually have some late-breaking news. Apparently,
2: um, according to Agence France-Presse, Um, FIFA is going to be investigating some sort of aspect of Paul Pogba's transfer from Juventus um, back to Man United. And nobody has been able to figure out who slash what slash what issue there is with this, um, except for me. I was able to figure out from some of my sources Mm -hmm. that apparently... Some of the financial details were discussed in a batch of emails that were sent between Huma Abedin and Anthony (laughs) Weiner's email accounts. They ended up on the servers.
1: There There were
2: hundreds or thousands of these emails that ended up there. And suddenly, FIFA got a hold of these and said, you know what, we need to investigate this. I'm fairly certain, though, that I think it's going to take about eight days before didn't FIFA decides, you know what, yeah, this. we had all of this information already. There was only about uh, 12
1: emails that were totally new to us. And didn't FIFA actually fire its investigator last year? It's funny because they did.
0: They totally <laughs> did. Oh, no. Wait, Anthony Winner. do you mean uh, Carlos Danger? Danger.
1: Danger. 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 <laughs> Danger. High voltage. Okay, uh, let's move on to telling these good people where they can follow us on Twitter and other things that we do.
0: I'm at K Olson seven sixteen York. I also write fifty five one. You can find my match recap of the beautiful winter dance uh Kansas City on that website. And
1: also find Caleb sweating in the press box at DCF Bank Stadium. It's really hot
0: up there until game time. I don't know what what was happening. I don't know how Andy Dreader was wearing a suit, but I was dying. I had to put on a hat in the second half from the capo stand. So, uh, Colin, where can I find you?
2: Uh, You can find me and my very sunburned self at the attachment. Because seriously, I did not realize the sun could burn you in May.
1: I should have been wearing sunblock because I still get cancer like everybody else. But Indians don't sunburn. I just get... I mean, I get darker, but like it's... I don't have any negative, like immediate side effects. So I don't wear any sunblock. So if you do want to remind me to wear sunblock, you can follow me at TW United fans and tweet me on that account. You can also find this podcast on iTunes, Google Play Podcast, lots of other fine podcast providers everywhere. Please tell your friends to listen to this podcast. We do enjoy getting new listeners. With that, we leave you, we bid you adieu, and we will return next week. Bye bye, everybody.